This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, if I'm being honest, I, I think the West hasn't been as good as it should be because I don't think Nebraska's been as good as it should be. Uh, we can do a lot through the work that we're doing to try to get our program where it belongs to help help the West be uh, competitive and, and just as dominant as any other league in, in the country. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, and Husker Online intern Grace Harmon Back from the Windy City, uh, first of all, we got to give Grace a lot of props. We had major travel issues with our flights uh, coming into Chicago, and Grace bailed us out as she was in town early and was able to get a lot of the work done. So when Robin and I and Greg got to town, um, we could just pick things up right after she got done with everything. So we got we owe you a big one, Grace, so thank you. No problem. My pleasure. Well, what do you got this week? What's in the mailbag? All right, so let's start with kind of an in-general question first. Um is Nebraska talented enough specifically on the offensive line to win the Big Ten? You know, it, it, it's hard to say because there's so many unknowns. And I, I think you fear the overall depth of Nebraska is still maybe a year away. Um, and that that's how I, I mean, when I look at that line, everybody's back the next year. And then the young guys that are in the program are going to grow and grow and develop. Um, so, yeah, I think that if you try to be critical of Nebraska's offense right now, they have maybe the best quarterback in the conference. They have some pretty good receivers and running backs and, you know, good tight ends. But when you start to rank offensive lines, you know, they're probably in the middle of the pack to maybe the bottom third when you kind of break it down on paper today right now. Yeah, I would say because of the questions still remaining on the offensive line, I cannot put Nebraska in the conversation to win the Big Ten. Now, maybe you can make the debate that they have enough around that line to push for the West, which especially given the schedule I think is reasonable. But right now, I mean, I, I just – don't trust that line enough right now. I mean, they don't have a starting center at this point, and you have questions at left guard. Uh, and so, I mean, there's still so many um, unanswered issues that need to be addressed over the course of fall camp, even going into game one, before you truly have an idea of what that line's going to look like and then, uh, you know, how good it's going to be and if it's capable of carrying Nebraska to the point where it wants to get. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that. I mean, it's just too hard to, to say that um, with as many questions as there are right now. And, and you know, overall, just the lack of experience. Um, you know, I, I think that you don't have a center. You've got – you're talking about, a you know, a, a potential walk-on being your, your starting left guard as, a, you know, Hickson. Uh, not to take anything away from him. I, I think he's a really good player. But – I think there's just a lot of questions, and, and I would feel much more confident kind of answering that question uh, at this time next year when you're talking about you know, a lot of those guys coming back. All right. If you could ask one question about the 2019 season and have it answered with 100% certainty, what would it be? I think mainly, will Nebraska win the West? I mean, they've, they've been picked in four out of the five pre publications. So for me right now, that's the biggest question, and, and this will be the ninth year Nebraska's been in the Big Ten. They've only played in one Big Ten title game in those previous eight seasons. So if somehow they were able to deliver that kind of a year, that would be a humongous step for this program's future. Mm -hmm. And I guess along with that, is Adrian Martinez as good as advertised? I mean, no player has been as hyped going into a season as he has in a long time. I mean, it's been a while since – uh, the level of national hype Adrian Martinez is getting that we've seen around this program. And so is is he the real deal? I mean, obviously, 
he showed plenty of flashes to generate that sort of excitement. Uh, but now the pressure's on. I mean, he's a known commodity. And uh, talking about the issues on the offensive line and the inexperience at running back, I mean, he is. there's so much riding on his shoulders that I think ultimately Nebraska's success will uh, you know, thrive or fail with Adrian Martinez. And he is going to be the one that carries his team more than anyone on the roster. Yeah, if I could go into the future and, and you know, get the answer for a question, it would probably be what the win total is going to be and, and place a little wager right now. <laughs> so that, that, that's, my, that's my take on that question. Always looking out for number one. Yeah. All right, what do you got next? All right, well, with the recent uh, marijuana usage on the team, what do you foresee Scott Frost doing about that? It's an issue. There's no question, but I think this is going on at more places than just Nebraska. And I address this in the Red Sea Scrolls chat this week. What's different about Nebraska is you actually have in the newspaper newsrooms, particularly, they go through the police records every day to look for this and find it. I think there's a lot more that's going on that just doesn't make the papers at other programs. Nebraska is not just some, oh my gosh, they've got a major marijuana. When you have 150 people on a team. From all over the country. If you you just took 150 people in life, you're going to have some things like this that are going to happen. It's not what you want to see happen. There's no doubt about it. But I think it's a very slow time of year. We've got way too many people that cover this football team. And those stories drive lots of traffic, drive lots of numbers. So you're seeing them in Madison, Wisconsin, though, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, necessarily, or do you? I mean, some of these other markets. I don't know if the media really digs through the police arrest every day to try to find these types of things. Well, news outlets have people scanning the police blotter that know who the true freshman defensive back is. They bring or, it over to the beat writers. Yeah, exactly. And, and they like, have the beat writers go over and look at it every day. Exactly. So you know, I think that's again speaking to your point. The coverage of Nebraska athletics is on a different level than most anywhere else in the country. But also to that, I mean, you got kids coming here that live in parts of the country where marijuana is not a big deal. It's, cult- it's, it's, it's culturally either, accepted. It's either legal or it's just kind of people look the other way. And so they're used to being able to do it without really any repercussions. And now they come to a state and a university where it is a big deal. I mean, Nebraska is probably going to be the last state in the union to do any sort of progressive uh, law changes on on the issue of marijuana. And um, they got a bunch of campus police officers that are looking for nothing more to do than bust some football players uh, for whatever it may be, especially if they and, can, and doing get, it in the dorms. Again, that's what it comes down to is just be, don't be an idiot. Be, yeah, be smart. I mean, do what you got to do, whatever, you know, but don't do it in your dorm room. Don't do it on campus where, like, you just make yourself a walking target. And I think that's probably the bigger issue is at some point you got to wise up. I mean, Nate, we had a rental car in Atlanta that somebody before us smoked marijuana in the car, and it was unbelievable how bad the odor was in the car. And imagine doing that in a brand new shiny dorm room. I mean, yeah, it's it's just not thinking. Yeah. You're going to get caught. Um, But the, I mean, the, the interesting part of all this is yes, it's illegal. It's against NCAA rules. It's against Nebraska's rules, university rules, whatever. But at the same time, you know, with Miles Farmer, I mean, it was just a citation. It's mm-hmm. not, it's like a speeding ticket. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that that's the weird part about all this is that it's illegal. It's against the rules, but at the same time, it's not like, it's not like we, they're traffic, trafficking right. drugs or it's anything. It's not like, like they have that Colombian connection exactly, in the Coke exactly. market or anything like that. They're so, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's. It's just, but know, because the strange. way the media covers it here, right. I mean, it's like, and you put marijuana and Husker football player in the same headline, yeah. 
Click City, baby. One of the local Lincoln stations, I mean, they did their little tease on a commercial break. And like, another Husker football player arrested for drugs. It's you an know. epidemic. <laughs> but, all right, we're old and <laughs> get off our lawns. We got time. Two more. What's your next one, Grace? All right. Is there any game you think could jump up and bite Nebraska this season? If so, what is it? Gosh. Well, Colorado early. I mean, that's one I think everyone expects them to win, but if they lose that game early. That's the tone setter game right there. They win that, all of a sudden all bets they're are off, off and running. They lose, and God forbid they you know look bad in the process. That kind of changes your perception a little bit. And the next one that immediately Minnesota. comes to mind, Minnesota. I mean, that is, that's got trap game written all over because Minnesota isn't one of those sexy teams. It's on the road, and they're a formidable team that has a lot of weapons, and they're starting to get rolling a little bit under P.J. Fleck, just like Scott Frost and Nebraska are. So, I mean, if, if for whatever reason – Nebraska decides to somehow overlook that game. Uh, that one could bite them for sure. Yeah, I was going to say Minnesota or even the Purdue, mm-hmm. which is on the road, um, you know, a week before the Wisconsin game. And so I, I think, I mean, I could see either one of those two games kind of being, um, and I don't know if trap game is, is the right word or, or phrase there, but I, I could see either one of those games kind of maybe sneaking up and, and getting Nebraska. Final question, Grace Harmon, what do you have? All right. Have you guys seen any of the Disney remakes recently? And uh, what did you like? Yeah, we for the record, we all have young girls <laughs> ages two to six. So a lot of Disney going on in all of our houses. Um, I have seen Dumbo um, and the new Dumbo and was quite impressed. Actually, I watched it with my daughter and uh, we really liked it. Uh, I have not. My wife saw the Aladdin, so I can't say I've seen the Aladdin. Um, what do you think? I think she liked it. I mean, I get it. Some of those cartoons, I mean, you hate to say it, they're out of date for, like, Mm -hmm. the technology our kids are used to getting now. Um, So I get that these remakes are pretty, pretty, I mean, Disney-quality movies. That's my thing, though. Like, there's sentimental value with, you know, watching the cartoon versions of all those. Like, with The Lion King, that's a cartoon. And now they made it, like, a CGI actual, like, animals walking around. That's weird to me. And so I think I'm just naturally going to dislike it. I haven't seen any of them, but I already know that I won't like it. And especially, we were talking about this off air, uh, with Aladdin. Like, Aladdin was good because of Robin Williams. And all credit to Will Smith. He's great, one of the all-time greats. He's not Robin Williams. And he cannot portray the genie the same way Robin Williams did. And therefore, it will not be as good as the original. I don't care. I don't even need to see it to know that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anyone could do a better job being the genie than, than Robin Williams did. I haven't seen any of them either. I mean, I probably will see The Lion King. Um, you know, I, I saw like a, you know, the trailer or whatever for Dumbo and thinking uh, that, that might be all right. But um, yeah, I, I'm sure it's just a matter of time until I see them, but I'm not going to be, I'm not holding my breath thinking that they're going to be automatically better than, than the originals were. Secret Life of Pets uh, 2 was a good one. We saw that this summer with the kids. I mean, I know that's not a remake, but it's a, mm-hmm. a sequel. Uh, but yeah, we, I find myself watching a lot of kids' oh, yeah. movies. Toy right? Story 4, mm-hmm. I, I saw that one. My car's loaded. We have a D- DVD player, and it's just loaded full of kids' DVDs right now. So it's. <laughs> yep. Life. All right, Grace. <laughs> well, that wraps it up. Thank you, and uh, it's glad that we're glad that you're back and, and you're moving this week. Yep. You, you got a big life week with you going into your final semester of college, so we're, we're glad to have you back. Glad to be back. It's been a big year for Grace. It has been. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, uh, we'll close the show with some recruiting talk with Nate Klaus. It's next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.